out. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blade, and of course, this is the podcast where two selfish best friends, RJ and I, try to become better friends by convincing the other person to take up a new hobby, to possibly explore a new passion. Every week, we have a new expert guest. Every week, we have a new issue. And every week, the loser, RJ or myself, will donate to a charity. RJ, what is the charity one of us will be donating to today, and what is the issue we will be discussing? Do you like? I'm just giving it my all because it's really Jeez, early in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's this. Is, this I've is done like one. six lines of cocaine God. Uh, already while we're uh, on the Zoom. Today's charity is the Ocean Conservancy. Conservancy. Okay. That's kind of a hard word for me to say. Is that like uh, the thing that Britney Spears is in? Like no, no, no. Okay. Well, yeah, but it's the ocean. Okay, but uh, it's, the, it's, it's like on, Britney Spears is in the ocean. Yeah, they're on the front lines of ocean protection, investing in research, leadership, and advocacy that advances science-based solutions that work. If you guys also want to donate, you can go to oceanconservancy.org. I love it. And I think we're going to be doing something with the ocean today. Is that correct? Yeah, buddy. Dude. What? Today is something. So I've only done this thing once and I want to do it again. And I'm excited to do it again. And I want you to come with me. And that is scuba dive. Oh, yeah. I think we should scuba dive. Okay. You in? What if I just was like, yep. And then that's it. Thank you, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. That's it. No, I... uh, no, I mean, the ocean scares the shit out of me. Who have you brought with you to try to bolster your argument? Uh, she's what? She's one of our pals. We've known Good her pal. for a while. Um, Some would say she, too long. Some would say too long. She is a crazy... Uh, what is your official title? She, her name's Tabitha Lipkin. She's just an all-around badass. But you were like Miss Scuba Universe. You were, you're a scuba diver. You're a reporter. You're just a badass. You do cool stuff. What an introduction. Yes, I was Miss Scuba International 2014, and I'm a dive master as well. Whoa. Oh, my God. Miss Scuba International is possibly the I could I run for Miss Scuba International? How did how does somebody get a title like that? Aaron, you can do anything you set your mind to. Um, I can give them a call if you would like to compete. But uh, it's kind of a crazy story. It's kind of a long story. taking off his shirt now. (laughs) Let me see it. Let me see it. No, no. There's it's a lot of rashes and hair. It's mostly rashes and hair. Uh, but that's and a dive master. So how did you first get into scuba diving? What first drew you to, to that pursuit? I actually took a course in college. So it was an elective course at the University of Texas. And I remember the guy who uh, put it on. His name was Peter. And he was I mean, he, he'd been doing it for decades at the point he was teaching there. He was like, this will be the most useful class you get out of your time here at the University of Texas. And he was right. You're like, I want to be an accountant. What are you talking about? I see accountant. She wants to count sand dollars. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Come on, give it up. That was a good joke. Uh, So Tabitha, and and so you, you go and you take this class. And I mean, for me, it would be horrifying, but we'll get into that later. Uh, and, And immediately what, what, what surprised you about your first dive? I think it was probably the calmness. We actually did our training in the diving pool. And to be more specific, that is the like Olympic diving pool where people dive, not scuba dive, but they put the scuba divers in there at the bottom because it's so deep. And it's just a very calming feeling of weightlessness and serenity. And, and 
you can breathe, you can look around and it's cool. You, I could watch the divers above me. So that really got me interested in pursuing it further. Wow. And you, you've gone and since then, obviously becoming a dive master, which we'll get to in a second, you've gone all over the world and, and done some amazing dives. You always have these incredible photos on your Instagram. I mean, truly, it's like National Geographic, yeah, like it's insane. insane. Like it's they're unbelievable. What sticks out to you as some of your favorite dive moments or memories? I should come back on this podcast, get fluffed more often. Um, no, it was <laughs> I, I got yeah. really lucky. So once I won the Scuba International, it was uh, it, it afforded me the opportunity to travel more and to get more women involved in scuba diving and to promote the sport and ocean conservation. So that opened a lot of doors to go to places I would normally never get to go. I mean, Malaysia is where my heart is for scuba diving. There's an island called Sipadan and Jacques Cousteau, you know, it was one of his favorite dive spots. And for good reason, it's, it's very pristine and untouched, um, not a lot of pollution and only a, a limited number of people can go. But I actually talked about this with um, a former astronaut who came on my show <laughs> and he and I had the same favorite dive spot. And that is St. Lucia. St. Lucia has really beautiful corals and corals are, of course, in danger because of global warming. And it is incredible the variety that you can see there that you can't see anywhere else in the world. Tabitha, what are some of the things that you look for when you're picking out like a sweet dive spot? Yeah, what makes a good dive spot? It depends. It's usually looking for something I haven't seen before or an animal or sometimes it's macro, which is big, or sometimes it's micro, which is small. Um, So my next dive is already scheduled, and that will be actually in uh, Tulum and kind of that area, the cenotes. So that's going to be cave diving. And then also to see the migrations of the whale sharks that are there. So you can't scuba dive with them per se, but you can snorkel with them. Unreal. (laughs) What is your fucking life? It's insane. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Are you also like an international I think Aaron wants to do it already. Yeah, no. I think so too. I, think I said so too. insane. I didn't say I, like a mate, like something I want to do. That's, I said it, it, great for other people. That's a perfect. That's a perfect segue. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Tabitha and I are going to convince Blay that he should scuba dive. Maybe with all of. Maybe we'll all go together. It'll be great. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. So we have the fantastic dive master and Miss Scuba International 2014, Tabitha Lipkin. On the podcast, and uh, her and RJ, what's that? Oh, I was just making fun of you for not pronouncing my name. It's fine. Tabitha, what is it? Tabitha Lipkin. Tabitha Lipkin? It's Tabitha, thank you for being here. Tabitha Lipkin. Tabitha Lipkin, or as we call her, Tarblap. Yeah. Uh, And they're trying to convince me to to scuba dive. Now, let me just tell you just a very quick thing, RJ, before we get into this. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love the sea. Love the sea. The sea? You love the sea? I love the sea. I grew up in Michigan. It's surrounded by water on three sides. Then we're halfway there, baby. I love love water. I love swimming. I love putting on the old water socks. Yeah. I love a good SPF. Uh-huh. I love a. I would never put a bathing cap on. You can't. You, you know. You can't shackle this mane. I had one on this, this morning. Was swimming in a pool, doing I some laps. TMI, had a cap TMI, on. I don't want to hear about your head condom. But here's the <laughs> thing, man. Scuba diving freaks me out. It freaks me out deeply. It freaks me out deeply. I was in. I was in Sharm el Sheikh. I'll tell you why. I was in Sharm el Sheikh in Egypt. All right. And 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 we were at this resort with my family. 
and we come home after a long day of seeing amazing uh, Egyptian sights, and there are lights in the water like aliens, and I was like, what is that? And somebody is like, it's night scuba diving, and I screamed and blacked out for like 10 minutes. I was so afraid. Uh, So explain to me, RJ, why you think... Why do you think, RJ, scuba diving is a good idea? Wait, first of all, I just want to say, first of all, that sounds amazing. Tabitha, have you ever been night scuba diving? Because that sounds awesome. Yeah, multiple times. Oh, so cool. Is it better? Is it better at night? Like, or, or, is, or is it worse? Is it hard to see everything? Let me answer that for you, worse. <laughs> no, I think, Aaron, I think you've got the wrong conception about what it's really like. So everything comes out at night, typically, that you wouldn't see in the daytime. And there's usually less people kind of in the dive areas. Typically, dive areas also have sometimes surfers nearby or fishermen or whatever it might be. And I would say some of my best dives ever have been night dives so i highly encourage that that's awesome that no listen i that's all right, so rj cool. what do you got I'm what's your for that what's your first argument let's hit all right. it let me just preface by saying we don't this doesn't have to be a night dive so don't worry you don't have to be scared it's, of the night gonna dive be. it's gonna so don't be worry so it won't be uh no, my first the first thing i want to just talk about real quick and tabitha you can speak to this i'm sure is the first time you dive it totally changes your perspective and kind of appreciation for the ocean and then also everything else because it's like a place you would never be right yeah it's a place humans aren't really meant to be so the fact that we can be down there for prolonged periods of time no 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 no. no. you know Aaron look are you wearing glasses right now are you wearing glasses they helped your vision have they have they helped perpetuate you as a human being to do something you normally wouldn't be able to do well scuba diving is similar normally you wouldn't be able to do it but because of the advancement of technology now you can do it and you can do it safely what is that argument what is that argument oh what what's on your feet oh i guess humans need shoes it's different look all i'm saying is guess guess what if i take off if i take off my glasses i'm not gonna drown okay (laughs) i don't need to wait and 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 go up 10 feet by 10 feet by 10 feet so i don't get nitrogen in my blood to take my glasses off no no that's a a different argument because if you take your glasses off you could walk off a cliff these are things to help you experience other things on earth Dude, that's perfect. That's a perfect. We'll mix this with my second argument, which is cool technological gadgets and stuff and okay. awesome boats. Like Tabitha, what are some of the coolest? I do like gadgets. Like things you get to take with you that help you scuba dive. I mean, the entire rig is is really an incredible advancement of technology. So I have basically my, my, my BC, which is kind of like a backpack. I have a regulator, which is connected to a tank that I breathe in. I want to bring up something you you mentioned, Aaron, and that is that you were like, Oh, I don't want the nitrogen to build up in my blood. You're not going to a hundred feet the first time you go scuba diving. That's an advanced kind of thing. We would take you down to like 20, 25 feet for your first dive. We'd make sure it was nice and clear and would make sure plus that's where all the life is anyway typically the small beautiful things are more towards the top because they need sunlight and then if you want to do some of the other fun things like shark diving we would eventually get you to the point where you would go down to about 60 70 80 feet because the sharks in purse will literally change the way you perceive apex predators absolutely incredible that's so cool so that's my argument for part of that I, can, can i, I just, can i ask a question wait, wait, that's going to probably I, help blaze argument real quick <laughs> can i just I say just a very know. quick thing yeah. can i just say it 
I don't want to change the way I think about apex predators. <laughs> I'm fine to, with though. being horrified by sharks, okay? You need to. I think that should be kind of I'm fine with that. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to ask Tabitha, how do you I, I've always kind of wondered this. How do you prevent your ears from like building up too much pressure? Is there a is there a gadget that helps out with that? Or do you is it just like uh practice, like the amount of time you go down? Uh, you clear it just like you normally would. If you've ever had your ears kind of get weird on an airplane, kind of hold yeah. and blow, but you have to be careful. I'm not uh, giving out advice unless it's for specific instances sure. because I don't want anyone to do this wrong because you also don't want to blow an eardrum out, but you'll know. And if you feel pressure, so I actually, by the way, I have a bad ear, so it takes me a little bit longer to go down sometimes. So I have to slowly and gently clear my ears until I get to the bottom. But when you ascend, typically it's not the same. It's only usually when you descend that you feel it. That sounds terrible. Uh, so I, I'll say this, I'll say this, which is uh, uh, here's one of my big things. Okay, before you get to your third argument, here's one of my big things, guys. Now listen, a, 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 a while ago, I was shooting a dumb video under the ground, and I gave myself a, a, a touch of claustrophobia. All right, and since then, when I'm in tight spaces, I was in Mexico City in this in case of the statue. It's a long story, but. Uh, I, and I, I, I was like freaking out. I'm worried about, and this is a legitimate thing and I'm saying it in a funny way and smiling, but I'm horrified inside. It kind of freaks me out to just have this tube in my mouth is the only thing keeping me alive. Um, besides on land, which is coffee, which is the only thing that keeps me alive. And then to be like having stuff press on all parts of my body kind of freaks me the fuck out. I'm going to be honest. Like it's, it's a, it's kind of a weird thing. Do you ever Tabitha, do you ever feel like you ever have a moment where you're like, there's so much water above me. Do you ever have that kind of moment or no, you don't get freaked out? No. So I kind of want to address a little bit of this. So being claustrophobic around physical things, uh, and I'm not saying it right, being claustrophobic around things above water and being claustrophobic around water are two different feelings completely. Okay. Number one, um, you actually feel like an astronaut, like you're floating, like you're free when you're in water. Number two, when you dive, you never dive alone. So let's say something were to happen to your friend. regulator. First off, you have a backup on you. And if that were to fail, you would have someone like me nearby. Okay. And, and three, for your first dive, we would probably, like I said, keep you around 25 or 30 feet where you could just go to the surface if there happened to be an emergency in which yeah. you were, you were like freaked out about or something. But the other thing that you're forgetting about, and I know you're going to love this Aaron, and I want to mention it before we keep going too for too much further. Oh, yeah. We know more about outer space than we do about our oceans. And you have the opportunity to explore and to yeah, learn buddy. firsthand. No, no, no. One of the last no. great mysteries of this no. world are oceans. That. And you can do it by learning to scuba dive. Yeah. Okay. Great point. Really glad you brought this up because that is an argument on my side. I don't, we don't know it's down there. Have you seen sphere? Have you seen Leviathan? Have you seen underwater with Krista Stewart, which honestly was pretty great and like weirdly a HP Lovecraft thing at the end. Very fun. But that's the thing. You don't know what's down in the depths, like about to bubble up and touch your leg. Like it's a piece of kelp. Is it an animal we've never seen before? And now I'm going to become a water zombie. Dude, where's your sense of adventure? Yeah. Are you scared of kelp? I, I just don't like it. 
Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, do you guys like being covered in wet paper towels? Oh, yeah, great. Me too. I mean, no. not really, but I'm not scared of it. I'm not scared of it. Paper I'm scared. Towel. You didn't even hear what I said. I said it's kelp. You think it's kelp, but then it's really the the claw of a beast you've never seen before. We don't know what's down there. Let's let the Navy SEALs go down there and kill everything or climate change, boil the oceans. That way there's nothing down there that's going to hurt me. And then I'll maybe go down a, a further. You know, I mean, we don't know. Tabitha, have you ever like been like, oh, my God, what is that? Have you ever been scared by an animal or I guess dive masters? Do you carry a knife with you? Oh, good question. Any weapons? Yeah, you always carry, so you do carry knives. That's cool. Yeah, our day knows this. You carry knife in case there is some sort of. The knife is not to stab anything though. It's in case you get tangled or you need to cut. You gotta cut yourself loose. Or typically it's cutting fishing line. Oh, I'm just gonna say like a switchblade underwater, underwater switchblade or something. Like it's in case you get captured by underwater pirates and they have you tied up, and then you can. You can, you know, do oh, the that's trip. Yeah, that's, it. yeah that's what I thought it was. We yeah. didn't even yeah. tell you about the underwater pirates. No, that yeah. was my fourth argument. <laughs> it's scary. You know, actually, here's a real question, though. Going back to RJ's gadget thing. Do they have like re- like re- reverse parachutes where it's like a thing you pull and then it's like a and it, or like, like an underwater jetpack that like shoots you back up? Yeah, into well, the- Tabitha, you've done real water jetpacks, though. You've done the crazy thing and where you have like, flown around. Yeah. That's dope. I would do that. I would do That'd that. Cool. Opposite of scuba yeah. diving, but I would do that. Uh, okay. All right, RJ. So what's your third argument? All right. So my third argument, uh, I, have, I have two more small ones. Okay, One is uh, it's great exercise. Did a little bit of research here. Okay. And when you're, uh, when you're scuba diving, if you do three dives a day, which I don't really know if that's a lot. Like if you have a whole day... Tabitha is three dives average, or do you think you would do more or less? You usually wouldn't do more than three because of your tables. So there is science behind it and a little bit of math that goes into it. Typically when you're with a dive master or group, we help you with that because we don't want that nitrogen that you mentioned to build up in your blood. Wonderful exercise. I do have to address something that you asked though, and that is there's something that shoots you to the surface. No, because that is also how nitrogen will build up in your blood and you can get the bends. So no, but you can ascend very quickly in an emergency, but typically you would then have to go into a decompression chamber. But now you're talking about crazy scenarios that are not going to happen. So continue, RJ. I'll just die. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I no, Yeah. And this, this whole point here is just, it's a cool way to exercise. You hate the gym. Uh, so this is a cool, you know, you don't like running outside because people can see you. What better place to exercise than under the water where no one else is other than your diving partner. That's true. All right. I, I have nothing to say about that. (laughs) I love it. Great argument. Perfect. And then my final argument is something that we talk about a lot on here and Tabitha I'm sure you can speak to this but just the experience of diving when I've scuba dived just one time and when I've snorkeled there is like a meditative quality to it that that I think is beneficial I love that yeah I 100% agree kind of like I said that peacefulness now I know we'll go back to you saying you'll feel claustrophobic you won't you will feel free when you're underwater because you can still have full movement and you're not really focused on the fact that you are b- below the surface. I think Aaron, you would you would love it. Yeah, I, I I actually had a weird experience where I felt anxious the first time, but there were, um, I don't know what they are like 
kelp towers or something. I don't know what they're called, like giant things of whatever. And I had a I had a weird. Oh, see, oh they're called I, uh, seaweed boners, dude. <laughs> giant seaweed boners, and I was flying over them. It felt like I was flying above like skyscrapers Ooh, rather cool. than being like consumed by something. So I had more of like a fear of heights almost. It was it was bizarre. All right. Uh, all right. Well, Tabitha, any last words before we get to our, our verdict here? Yeah. So I have a trick that I will I will come to L.A. and personally do. Also, I realize I've been calling you Aaron this whole time and I normally call you Blay. I don't know okay. why. I don't care. It's early for me. <laughs> um so when we go to train you for scuba diving, what we're going to do is I'm going to have you experience what it is like. The number one thing that keeps people from scuba diving is they don't like the idea of having to take their mask off underwater and put it back on. It's part of your training in case what? something happens. <laughs> we will get you comfortable with your face being underwater without a mask first, and then we will train you that way. And once we do that, I guarantee a Tabitha Lipkin guarantee that you will enjoy your first scuba dive because I will be there. Yeah. Guarantee it. Well, okay. All right. Well, uh, all right. Look, a lot of good arguments here. That's a great argument. That's the strongest one so far. If I don't have to do with RJ, this is already a great (laughs) argument. Uh, We're going to get to the verdict right after these messages. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're here with the incredible Tabitha Lipkin and dive master extraordinaire. We're talking scuba diving. Um, Blay, I I basically had like four arguments. Tabitha had a bunch of stuff that it, I really can't, I honestly can't see why you would not do this with us, but uh, I'm going to run through them real quick before you. And then Tabitha can add on anything just to like as a little cherry on top at the end. So basically we got a uh, new perspective, new appreciation. Tabitha was talking about how, what a cool way to explore new places, right? A place that is less known than space. Pretty cool. Uh, then all the gadgets, you got <laughs> gadgets, cool boats. We didn't even talk about the boats. There's gotta be awesome boats. Love a good boat. And then great exercise. No. What better way? And then uh, then a meditative state, something that we could all use a bit more of. Okay, so this is this is the thing. Uh, and, and this is I will say, I don't know how I don't know what episode this is of, of our of our podcast. This either. is like we're like 50, whatever it is. Yeah. But I will say th- this is the first time I have felt like this because uh, I it scares the shit out of me. The thought of it, even when Tabitha, you were like, yeah, we'll get you comfortable with taking your mask off and putting it back on. And immediately I was like, nope, absolutely not. No, thank you. <laughs> but the thing. So here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm going to say. All of your arguments, RJ, I agree with. I, they make sense to me. Like, I, I do love gadgets. The meditative thing is great. The working out thing is they're all all of that is great. Tabitha, everything you said. I agree with, I mean, except for the taking out the mask thing, but everything else, like we'll go and scuba dive together. Awesome. That would be great. There's a deep primal fear Wait. I have. Yeah, go ahead. I have one last thing to say. Great. You can also be one of the very few humans on this planet to have ever existed that can do this. Okay. I mean, I also fly in a plane, so which no Pharaoh ever did. But, you know, the thing is like, like you're right. You guys are both right. You're both so I'm in this weird position where I agree, 
it, I'm, it has done absolutely nothing to convince my primal ape monkey brain self. So here's what I'm going to say. I will do it. My brain says I will do it. You guys have won. I will donate to the charity. But I am still very afraid. And when we do it, I might chicken out, okay? I'm going to donate to the charity. You guys won. But I'm just letting you know. When we do it, I might weep like a baby and wet myself a bit. So just be prepared for that. That's I will more say, reason to go. I see. Yeah, honestly, like, you know, I guess when you're scuba diving and, you know, you got to go, you just go. Right. I mean, you just let it loose. I don't know. You're wearing a, a scuba diaper. I don't know how that goes, but we'll yeah. figure it out. So, well, uh, the other thing I think RJ didn't mention is you have to take a, a course. Like, yeah. you can't just jump in. Like, we make sure you know everything you need to know. Oh, trust me. Oh, I'm going to take all the courses. I'm a moron. Yeah, no, I would never. Are you kidding yeah. me? I would never step foot in a scuba situation without like a million. I'm going to bring the book down with me. Like the manual I'm going to have when I'm scuba diving in one hand reading it. I'm such a nerd. That's uh, actually but- all I did when I did it. I, I had a group on and I took like the course and it was so fun. It was the coolest. Uh, so you know what you guys have convinced my brain if not my gut and that means you've won congratulations i'll be donating to the charity rj hit us with the charity one more time it's the ocean conservancy if you guys want to donate go to oceanconservancy.org thank you so much tabitha lipkin you are amazing Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me on, Aaron. I'm very excited. RJ, we're going to take him. He's going to do the course, and then we get to explore. Awesome. I'm bringing a big knife. <laughs> you should. Uh, thank you so much, Tabitha, for joining us. Remember to follow her on Instagram, at Tabitha Lipkin, uh, or, and check her out at uh, NBCLX. She's amazing yeah. over there. You can tune in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends and if there's something you want us to debate send us an email at hear me out hear me out at gmail.com thank you brett kushner for producing the podcast strange hotels for the theme song and we will see you next week bye, bye. bye.